Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 96, Mommy Guilt Part 3, How to Break the Guilt Cycle. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. All right, ladies, welcome back. Let's talk about mommy guilt again. So in this episode, I'm actually gonna kind of wrap up this series talking about mommy guilt, okay? And I wanna hit on a couple of different points. So I'm gonna give you a bit of an outline right here, and then we're gonna go through the outline and it's just gonna be awesome, right? Because this is something that really changed my life. I'm gonna share with you the one thing that I really needed to understand to get So to break that cycle of mommy guilt, and it was life-changing for me. I went from feeling guilt pretty much constantly. I was never doing anything right. I was never getting it all done. I wasn't the person I wanted to be, and I just couldn't ever be enough. (laughs) And I felt guilty about it. And I didn't really think about it in those terms that I just shared with you, but essentially that was really what was going on underneath. Um, Okay, so I'm going to share with you really how the world works, and if you've been listening to me for a while, you might already know what this is. Um, If you haven't and you're brand new, this is the perfect place for you to be. Such a good thing to know, and very, um, it's so good of you to take the time to care enough about yourself and about learning about how your brain works and how the world works so that you can create intentionally the kind of life that you want. Right, so good on you for being here. Um, And then I'm gonna talk about um, the guilt cycle, what it looks like, okay? And then I want to talk about why we feel guilty and why it's not your fault, okay? And then some objections that I often hear when I talk about um, why we feel guilty and why you're the one that can change that. Interestingly enough, you wouldn't think you'd have objections to that, but there are. And the last thing that we're going to cover is how to break or interrupt that guilt cycle. And I'll give you the four-step process that you need to be able to do that. Okay. All right. So how does the world work? What's going on there? So you can really categorize anything that happens in this world into five categories. Okay. And those five categories are circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. And this is called the model. When you put them in order, and the first thing is the circumstances, then thoughts, then feelings, then actions, then results. And this tool really is a great, great way to bring awareness to what's happening. And we're going to use it today to bring awareness to why you're feeling guilty. But let me overview the model for those of you that don't know it. So circumstances, or sometimes refer to it as the sea line of the model, circumstances are things in your life that are neutral and really generally provable that most people would agree that it is. So, for example, people would say, I have a husband, right? That is a fact. It's neutral. I have a husband. I have three children. Fact neutral. Most people would look at my life and go, yes, she has three children. Okay. Okay. So the next thing is 
thoughts, which is the T line of the model. And thoughts for, um, and the definition that we like to give to thoughts is, it's a sentence in your mind. Okay, that's it. Thoughts are the sentences in our minds. Now for, I'm gonna add this on for the whole guilt aspect. Thoughts can also be the expectations that we hold. Okay, um, so the thoughts that we really think and feel are true and factual in society and are the things that we should be aiming to do or be. Those kinds of thoughts are kind of wrapped up in expectations. But again, the expectations that we have and that we hold inside of our brains are nothing more than sentences in our minds. They're just thoughts. Okay. So when I talk about expectations on the podcast here, I want you to be thinking, okay, that's a thought. It's just a thought. Okay. The next part of the model is feelings. Okay. And feelings are a vibration in your body, right? For the sake of this podcast and what I teach, I categorize a feeling as a vibration in your body. And it's something that you can describe using one word. For example, guilty, angry, happy, sad, curious, interested, worried, Okay, one word, and those words describe the vibration that we feel in our body, right? And this is what makes guilt something that most of us go, oof, I don't want to feel guilty because we don't like how that vibration feels in our body, but that's really all that it is. All right, so then actions comes after feelings, and actions are the things that we do or that we don't do in the world. Okay, actions are behaviors. So what our spouse does, what my children do or say or feel, okay, or what I do or say or feel, those are actions. And for the sake of the model, whenever we're doing one, other people's actions go up into the circumstance line and our actions go down into the action line, okay? All right, after actions is results. And the results are the things that we create in our lives because of the actions that we take, right? The results that we get are the effect that we experience because of the actions that we took. Okay, now these five things, circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results, all interact in a way that really create cycles in our lives. Okay, we encounter circumstances in our lives and we have a thought about that circumstance. That thought that we're thinking creates an emotion, creates a feeling. That feeling fuels what we do in the actions that we take or that we don't take. And the things that we do or don't do create the results we experience in our lives, our personal results, how it affects us personally, okay? So in the instance of guilt, here is the pattern or the cycle that often emerges, okay? We encounter something, and oftentimes with guilt, we're encountering the aftermath of what we did or didn't do, okay? So it's if the house is dirty, um, our child needed our attention and we didn't give it to them, 
we didn't get our to-do list done today, those kinds of things would be the circumstance that we encounter, the unfinished to-do list, for example. Let's say you encounter that and you have a thought about it and you think, I should have finished this today. That was my goal. I was supposed to do it and I didn't do it because that's what moms that are on top of things do and I want to be a mom that's on top of it, right? So the thought is I didn't do it and I should have. And then you feel guilty because you're thinking that thought. And then you do things like, for me, I would buffer or procrastinate more or go on social media because I'd be feeling sad and guilty and I didn't want to feel that way. So I would go onto social media or I would even just busy myself doing other things than what I put on my to-do list. And then I'd feel guilty that I didn't finish the to-do list, right? Those are the actions I was taking. And then when I did that at the end of the day, I hadn't finished my to-do list. And I became the person that should have done her to-do list, but didn't, which is what I was thinking originally, right? And that is the cycle. We prove ourselves right because of how we felt and what we did because of how we felt. And that is how our brain functions. That's how it works. It wants to prove right what we put in to our brain, like those little thoughts. It wants to prove them right. Now, whenever I share this, what I've noticed happens is that one of two things happens. Most of the time, because you're already feeling guilty, you go, oh my gosh, I'm creating this? And you feel guilty for feeling guilty. And you kind of just double stack the guilt. Now listen, that was me completely. It's like, oh yeah, no, it's right. I should have been that way. And now I feel guilty. And then when my coach was like, look, you're kind of creating, you create the guilt. I was like, crap, I'm creating the guilt. Like, this is awful. Like, no. Now listen, here's what I want to tell you. It's not your fault for the guilt that you're creating. Now this might seem like I've just told you that you were the one creating it with your thoughts. And now I'm saying it's not your fault. Hear me out. Listen, when we are growing up, and I want you to visualize this with me for a minute, visualize that your brain and the way that you think, the little, we'll call them thought seeds that are tossed into that brain of yours, into fertile ground. When we're little, we don't have the brain capacity, we don't have the upper brain, it's not developed yet, to filter what gets tossed in there. Okay, so we have our parents throwing all sorts of seeds into our brains, right? Thought seeds and our siblings and our cousins and our aunts and our uncles and our grandparents. And then as our circle expands, it becomes our friends and our teachers. And as it expands even more, it becomes what's on social media, what's in the news, what are people advertising to us, what are influencers saying, what's the government saying, what is science saying, what are all those parenting books saying? And then as we have a child that has special needs, what are the doctors and the therapists saying? What are the experts saying about the disorder that my child has or the struggle that they're having or the medical condition? What are they saying? What are they saying about who I should be as a mother and what I should be doing for my child? Okay, all of these seeds are tossed there into our fertile ground and they start to grow because that's what our brain does. When it has a thought, when we offer it a thought, it goes to work proving that it's true. 
making us right. I don't know why the brain does this, but I know that it does. And we don't know that we have thoughts in our mind that are creating guilt until we feel the guilt and we experience the aftermath of what it, of what that guilt, what actions that guilt fuels and the results that it creates. So listen, you don't need to feel guilty that this is what's happening and this is what has happened and this is where you find yourself. Okay, you didn't know. And nobody in school taught us this. Nobody's teaching us how the brain works and how we're creating our results in our lives, right? Instead, they're teaching us like calculus. Like I've not used that ever, (laughs) but I had to take it. Um, Anyway, I mean, I'm not saying calculus is bad. It's definitely very useful if you have a job that uses it, right? But I don't. Um, Anyway, so give yourself some compassion and know that the place you're at is the place that you should be because of what you knew beforehand. But now I am sharing with you that you actually have the power to create something different because, and I know this because you created the space that you're in right now. Other people toss those thoughts in there, but your brain made them grow and brought about the results that you're now experiencing. And because you have that power, you can now Make a different decision and create something new. You already have it. You don't even have to work for it. You already have that power. Now, I'm not saying it can switch super, super easy and it's a super simple fix and it will switch overnight, right? Just like if you're going to go out and weed your garden and pull out weeds, if your garden is huge, like ours is, and our brains have over 60,000 thoughts a day, right? You're not going to be able to weed that whole garden in one day. Not even close. Right? It's a process that we go through, and I'll share with you that four-step process here at the end. Okay, yeah, so one of two things, right? Either you feel um, guilty about feeling guilty, right? Or the other thing that I often hear is, here, let's give this example. So if you're having the thought, this is hard, I don't want to be with my kid, but you feel guilty because you feel like you should want to be there with your child, and I'm going, look, just get rid of that thought. Think something else about it, and you're thinking, but I don't want to not want to be with my kid. I don't want to settle and just be like, oh, it's fine that I don't want to be with my kid and then not be with my kid. Now, look, I'm not suggesting to not be with your child and, and help them and do what they need. That's not what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting is you just drop the part where you feel guilty about it. So it might sound something like this. I don't want to be with my kid right now because this is hard. You know what? It's okay that it's hard. And I don't have to be with my child. I don't. But the reality is, is that I do. I do want to be with them. Sometimes I don't just because it's hard. But you know what? I got me. Yes, it's hard. But we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. I'm choosing in. I'm choosing to be with my child. Now look, nothing on the outside has changed, right? You're still with your child. You're just not feeling guilty about having the thought that you don't want to be there. You're letting yourself, you're giving yourself compassion because it's like, hey, I don't want to be here because it's hard. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm not going to berate myself and beat myself up emotionally because I had the thought I don't want to be here. I'm just going to let it go, let that thought pass by and be here anyway. 
then that lifts all the guilt that you felt and you can spend all that energy that you spent feeling guilty somewhere else, like being present with your child. Okay, I hope that's making sense. Another thing that I wanna ask you is if you're feeling that you're really struggling and you don't wanna let go of certain expectations that you have, I wanna ask you, how's that working out for you? So really dig in and ask yourself, is this actually serving me? How is it working out for me to hold these expectations that aren't realistic and that I only feel guilty about, or even they are realistic, I just can't do them every day and I still feel guilty about, like, is it working for you? Because oftentimes what we think is that it is the expectation that is holding me accountable. If I didn't have the expectation that I should get a bunch of stuff done every day, then I wouldn't do anything. And I want to tell you that's not true. We think it is. So we think if we let go of those expectations that we're settling, that we're lowering our standards or that we're not going to grow, but that's not true. We were designed for growth. We want to grow. But if you let go of those expectations and you make them realistic, not lower, realistic about what you can and cannot do, you will find a lot less guilt and a lot more peace. Okay, it takes a bit of a leap of faith. And listen, try it. And if it doesn't work, you can go back to what you were doing before. Like you have that right. You can totally do that. But if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you don't like feeling guilty and you're experiencing a lot of it right now. So what is there to lose? So I just want to clarify just in case, because if you've been listening, you might have already figured it out. But the one thing, the reason you feel guilty, why you feel guilty all the time is because of the thoughts that you're thinking. Because of the expectations and beliefs that you have and you hold as true or factual. And you're thinking them over and over again. And that's why you're feeling guilt over and over again. And that's it. That is the reason. So if you want to feel less guilt or, or no guilt for a period of time, you have to change the way that you think and you have to change the way that you think to a realistic, believable, different set of thoughts. Okay, not something way out in left field that's unbelievable to you. You're just like, no, I can't even get there. No. Just little baby steps that are a little bit different. That's all you need to not feel guilt. Not huge, not drastic. Okay? All right, so let's talk about how to break or interrupt the cycle that we have talked about. The last thing that you really need to understand before I give you this four-step process is that you cannot have both. Okay, and that is something that guilt often tries to do. It creates that lose-lose situation that I talked about in my last guilt podcast, where uh, the example I gave is that you want to go to work and work, but you feel guilty about not being at home, but then when you're at home, you feel guilty about not working. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, it's a lose-lose situation. It's because you are maintaining a set of expectations where you're trying to have both. Now, I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't go for both or try to figure out a way to get both or anything like that. What I'm saying 
is that if you are in a situation where you cannot currently get both, then the way to feel not guilty is to shift your expectation. To realize that you have to make a decision about what you're going to choose and that you're going to get your back on it. So if the decision is stay home with my children full time or go to work or put my children in public school or homeschool them, look at those options and go, which one do I want to do and do I like my reason? And then what will follow quickly is guilt because you feel like you should be able to offer the other thing too. But right now that's not an option. So you go, I'm going to go to work and this is how I'm going to provide for my children. And I'm going to feel okay about that for this season of my life. And you let go of the guilt of not being there for them at home all the time. Right? Because in my mind, we don't need to be home all the time with our kids. I don't think they want us to be home all the time with them, to be honest. Like they want some sort of anonymity, some sort of like aloneness time. And there are so many, many wonderful people out there that deserve to interact with our children as well. And that our children deserve to interact with too. Okay, that's an aside note. Okay, so you can't have both things. And that's what the expectation is trying to tell you. Now you can still go for both, but you might have to shift your thinking around it a bit in times and seasons, okay? Now the other thing that you cannot have both of is you cannot maintain your belief, your guilt-creating belief, and be guilt-free and feel good. Okay, so you can't maintain the belief that you should never yell at your children and then feel good when you will inevitably slip up and yell at your children. You can't have both because if you have the belief that you shouldn't ever yell at your children and then you do, you will feel guilty. You will feel bad about that. So the price Now hear me, hear me clearly. The price to feel better and to feel less guilt are those thoughts. It's giving up those beliefs and expectations of yourself. That is the price to feel better, to feel less guilt. You cannot have both the expectations that create a lose-lose situation for you and that are unrealistic, you cannot keep those expectations and feel better when you encounter the reality of your life. So you also there have a decision to make. Am I going to keep these expectations or am I willing to let them go so that I don't have to feel guilt all the time? And listen, you can still create a life that you like, a life that is progressing, a life where you show up for your kids, a life where you still have the clean house and do the fun things, and a life where you take care of yourself and enjoy yourself without high, high, unrealistic expectations. You can. So if you're feeling brave, try it on. Okay, here's the four-step process to loosen up those thoughts and to break the cycle. The first thing is that you have to become aware of your thoughts and expectations. Okay, and you can do that by tuning in to when you feel guilty. As soon as you notice that you're feeling guilty, ask yourself, why am I feeling guilty? What am I thinking right now? Make note of it in your head or I highly recommend that you write them down. 
and keep noticing where it shows up because you recycle that same thought over and over and over again in the different areas of your life. And that's why you feel guilt in all those different areas because you're recycling that thought of I should do this or I shouldn't do that or I should be this kind of a mom. Right, the second step is to challenge them. Once you become aware of the thought and you see where it's showing up in your life, you go, okay, who told me this was the case? Who told them? Because it might've been your parents, right? Your mom, especially about the kind of mom that you need to be. Or did I just make it up? Is it serving me? Do I want these people telling me how I should be a mom? Okay, challenge them. Like maybe I'm also, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I shouldn't be that kind of a mom. How is that true? That it would be better for me to be different. Yeah? Challenge them. Loosen them up. Ask some of those questions. I think you'll be surprised at what you might find. All right, step three is give yourself permission to let the guilt go and create your own set of life expectations. Okay, this step's going to involve a lot of compassion for yourself, maybe some bravery and courage to try something. Because right now, as strange as it is, this set of expectations that you currently have are a security. It's the known, or it's what's currently shown by influencers and deemed as a great way to be a mom and is acceptable. And you'll be going into territory that is authentic to you and created by you. And so it's gonna be scary because you're not gonna be sure how other people will react. Okay, so have a lot of compassion for yourself and just start at home. Start with small things where you're safe with yourself and start letting those things go. Okay, and step four, after you've given yourself permission to let go of the guilt and create your own set of life expectations, start trying on new thoughts. Start living by new expectations and see how that feels. See what different results are happening that you're creating in your life. See how you're behaving differently. What's curious is that you might not behave differently at all. You'll just feel better. Okay, so let's review that process. Step one is become aware of your thoughts and expectations. Step two is challenge them. Step three is give yourself permission to let the guilt go and create your own set of life expectations. And step four is to try on new thoughts and expectations. All right, go get it, my friends. It's going to be great and life-changing if you're willing to do the work. If you like what you heard today and you are ready to make some bigger changes and get some personalized help, then send me an email at the email address in the show notes and let's start a conversation about how we can help you reach your goals. All right, until next time, take care.